morning, John. Good morning, Ray. How are you today? I'm doing great, man. I'm very excited for another episode of the Saturday morning sales meeting with John and Ray. Saturday morning sales meeting. I love it. It's my favorite day of the year, Ray. There you go. All right. Well, now we got that out of the way. Uh, it's kind of a standard for us to have you say that. Oh, man, I just love it. I, I mean, if you're doing the editing, you may cut all of those out because they annoy you, so I can see it on your face. Uh, you know what? I want to be transparent and real <laughs> for the people who are listening. I'm, oh, my goodness. We don't want to be confused with overly professional, and I think we've achieved that <laughs> goal. Right, right. So what are we talking about today? We, we've been doing a series on the road to the sale. Right, and this is the next uh, part of that series. Well, we've gone through the meet and greet. We did. Then we went through the needs assessment. So today we're going to talk about presentation. Today we are talking about vehicle presentation. Which, the way I was taught to do a vehicle presentation was you get the keys out of the lockbox, you toss them to the customer and say, well, take her for a spin and see what you think. Right. <laughs> Throw them the keys? Yeah. Right. Aim for their head? Take, take, take it for a spin and see what you think. Or, or the, best, the best vehicle presentation that we used to do was... Uh, an overnight test drive. I mean, those without fail. I love the overnight test drive. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. yeah. You don't like those? Well, I, no. Cause it, you seem... It's fine if you're in the close and, you know, you're you're almost there to deal, but, you know, you're $10 away and they need the wife's permission or right. something. Or, yeah. Know. So it's not a good idea just to do them because it's a busy Saturday <laughs> and you've got two other customers, so you really don't want to spend time with this guy because you don't want to lose a sale. So here, sir, let me yeah. get you signed up. I'm going to give you an overnight test drive. Go ahead and take that vehicle home. That's well, that's it. not even what I'm looking for, John. That's okay. It'll give you plenty of chance to look yeah, at the I'll tell options. you what, it's, uh, it's 7.30, sir, on Friday night. I've got a date with my wife tonight. <laughs> you want to just drive until tomorrow? I've got a date with my girlfriend, and I've got to be done in order to be home for my wife. By No, my favorite is, uh, look, man, uh, between you and I, the, the F&I manager that's here tonight, uh, I'd, I'd rather do this tomorrow. Yeah. Can you just say that you want to take it overnight? I'm going to bring my sales manager over. Will you just ask him if you can take this overnight? Here, let me load your lips. <laughs> you would never do that, John, would you? Absolutely. <laughs> Not. <laughs> no, so vehicle presentation. We're kind of sidetracked, as we normally are. Yeah. But vehicle presentation, this is after the needs assessment. We've gone through, you know, what are the customers' uh, must-haves? What are their desires? Um I don't like to bring up budget, but probably in that discussion, you've gotten some kind of idea, you know, of where we currently are, where we, where we want to land. Uh, so yeah, now we're walking out to the lot to go show them some vehicles. Correct. So should we talk about a specific one car walk around? Uh, maybe we should start there, and then we can kind of expand on that. Right. So we want to start, and as we've discussed in previous episodes, we want to steer toward a lower trim package, a lesser expensive vehicle of those that would be within kind of what they're looking for. Right. I've heard this before. I'm not sure I 100% agree, but I get the idea is it's harder to get somebody off of the Key Ranch F-150 down to an XLT right. than it is to get somebody from an XL or an XLT up to a, a King Ranch. Right. So the premise is that we show them a low trim level and then, uh, you know, if they say, well, this one doesn't have leather. Oh, well, let me show you one with leather. Yeah. This, this one doesn't have nav. Let, let them me bump show themselves. You right, right. And again, I, 
I don't agree with this, but I have heard of some salesmen saying, yeah, I can show you one with leather. Now, obviously, that's going to make your payment go up a little bit. Right. I don't like that at all. Really? No, no. Why? Because it's common knowledge. They know that. I just think it's, you're kind of giving them a reason not to go look at the car they really want. Okay. You know, I think we should be the total opposite. We should be, look, sir, whatever you pick out, whatever, you know, the killer car that you would love to get into every day, I'll show you how to make that affordable. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who could disagree with that? Now, I was... I, I just, I, I think that at some level, it opens up a reason for them to walk, where if they want the one that's outside their price range... Right, mm-hmm. it's a payment more than they want to bite off, mm-hmm. but they're not totally sold because they don't want to give up the features or or the things that have drawn them to that better equipped vehicle. It gives them a reason to just kind of step away and say, "Oh, well, you know what? Let me think about yeah, it." Yeah, you know, just not pull the trigger. Right, right. Well, I can see it, maybe. Maybe we're saying the same thing. I'm I'm just coming at it from we're a not. different angle. So if <laughs> we're not, well, if I'm walking out to the lot to go show, you know, the customer through the qualifying process, you know, I know he wants leather and and uh, yeah, I mean, if he uh, said I want leather, well, wait a minute, let me finish my oh. thought here. So so if the guy says he wants kind of a pretty loaded up, I right. might walk out here and on my way to that car, I might say, oh, hey, you know, I've got this XLT over here. Just let me, I mean this. Standard features are going to be the same. Let me show you this one real quick, and then we can move on to that one. Oh, yeah. No. But I wouldn't, I guess what I'm saying is I wouldn't try to land them on that, or I wouldn't spend most of my time on it. I would just, you know, a minute and a half, hey, check this one out, you know, sticker on it, you know, yada, yada. But let's go look at the one you actually wanted to see. Right. That way I can, I always want to show the customer Five or six vehicles. Okay. Uh, again, I can use that later in the close as negotiation. So they're negotiating on, on vehicles, not negotiating on price. Right, right. So I, I don't want to take a customer out to one vehicle, land him on that, you know, get him all jacked up on that one. Then, like you said, it's impossible to switch them later. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a big proponent of, you know, even as we're going to see the new ones, just mentioning, hey, I, I've got a pre-owned one, you know, that's pretty well equipped. A lot more affordable just because it's pre-owned, obviously. has some miles on it. However, you know, boy, it's really a nice one so that later in the conversation when they go, oh, God, you know, I, yeah. I wouldn't think it was going to be that much. Right. You know well, what? Why don't we go take a look at the one that I mentioned? Do you remember that one? That, yeah, that one? Or, or even, you know, I've worked several deals where you've got a used one that's loaded, you know, to the max. They're looking at a, a mid-trim uh, level on a new. Right. You know, if they, again, they're going to leave because it doesn't have the equipment they want, or you know, the the loaded up one new is too expensive. Hey, man, let me here's the middle of the road option. Yeah, d- well, right. just get everything out. you want out of that new one. However, you're going to get the price of that, yeah, that mid level trim package. Right, right. Let me show I'm you a used one that's loaded up for the same price as this new one that's mid level. Yeah, yeah. Or, or vice versa. You know, if they come in on a used loaded up, hey, man. If you'd consider one with zero miles and full warranty, I mean, hey, it might have cloth instead of leather, but I mean, do you care about that? You know, if you're getting a brand new truck? Right. So again, I, we're, we're negotiating with inventory. I also like if if they find a mid-level that has all the equipment that they want, mm-hmm. right? And they don't necessarily want all the bells and whistles that are going to come with that, you know, that top of the line. Mm-hmm. But 
they do want leather. Yeah. Well, can we not put leather right. in any vehicle that we sell? Right, right. You know, that brings up another topic of, uh, uh, you know, says always agree. Uh, another kind of similar train of thought is if a customer walks into a Ford dealership and said, hey, man, I, I really want a brand new Ford Mustang, but I'd like to have it in that uh, Camaro yellow. You think I could get one of those? Well, how many salesmen say, what the heck? Yeah, get off yeah, my lot. Right. You're an idiot, right? No, absolutely, sir. Yeah. I'd be happy to get you a Ford Mustang in Camaro yellow. No problem. Now, the, the, the sticker price is this. Obviously, you want to paint it a different color. It's going to cost $6,000. So if you'll strike me a check for this, or we can make your payments this. Yeah. Right? I mean, I can have it Camaro yellow before you take it for delivery. Right, right. Yeah. No problem. I mean, right. Great news. No problem. I'd be happy to. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. You can do it. Some people get so afraid that, oh, well, that's going to make it too expensive. You know, that brings up another point is don't determine in your mind what's a good deal for the customer. Right. You present the, you present the solution that they're asking you to give them yeah. and let them decide what that's worth. I have a friend of mine who is a, uh, he is a, Die hard uh, University of Tennessee fan. Okay. I mean, poor he, guy. I, right? <laughs> I know. I mean, I feel bad for him every Saturday of uh, football season. But he paid more to paint his boat Tennessee orange yeah. than he paid for the boat. Are you kidding? No, me? true story. And I mean, so it's amazing what people will do when yeah. they're just dead set on what they want. And, and, and you know, that, that sales. That sale could have gone a couple of ways. It could have been that the salesman's like, no, man, are you sure you want to do that? Because it's, I mean, it's going to cost more than you're paying for the boat. I mean, are you sure that's right. what you want to do? Yeah. Or the salesman and, could have gone, convey, absolutely, sir. You tell me what you want and I'll make sure you get it. Right. And and convey the, you'd be an idiot to do that. Right. right? right. <laughs> Where the guy, he knows what he wants. Yeah. Let's give him what he wants. Let's give him what he wants. Right. Now, when he does see the sticker price of painting his boat or car mm -hmm. camaro yellow or tennessee orange and you know what i never knew that there was actually there is a color on the color wheel that is specifically tennessee orange did you know that i think they use it for the uh the jail uniforms yeah <laughs> well you know. You, you know the old saying is the reason for that color is so that you can uh get drunk on friday and, and go to jail for dui get out on saturday and go hunting no, I'm sorry. Get out on Saturday and go to the game. Get up Sunday morning and go You're hunting. hunting. And, and never, have never to change. change. Yeah. Perfect. Never have to change. Well, those. so let's not make that decision. Let's cut for... that part out. All right. <laughs> Tennessee, Tennessee Orange. So let's not make that determination for the customer is what we're saying. Right. right? right. Let's, let's give them what they want. But so we, we find the one that we're going to do the walk around on after we've, you know, agreed and, and paid attention to what they're saying their must-haves are, right? Cool. Whether it be leather or a, a certain option that's on there. Then we want to show them the vehicle, mm -hmm. right? So we want to start, where do we want to start on the vehicle, John? Well, I mean, we, it may be like the actual road to the sale where there's, you know, 2,000 different roads to the sale. Uh, what I was taught was you start at the driver's front left fender. Right. Uh, you walk around the front of the car. You you pop the hood. You know, you, you've got it butterflied, so we say, with the trunk open, the hood open, the doors open. You walk around the front. You go over the passenger side. Uh, you go back to the trunk, and then you come up to the driver's door, and you say, have a seat. 
Right. Right. And, and along the way, you're showing all the features and benefits, you know, the crumple zones in the frame, the, the horsepower and the fuel economy of the engine, the, uh, the trunk space. You know, again, we've talked about cars don't have spare tires anymore. You know, we talk right. about these safety features, uh, things like that. And then when I was, uh, I don't know, two weeks in the business, I was taking notes about a walk around and the guy says, you, you have them sit in the driver's seat and adjust the seat, adjust the steering wheel, adjust the mirrors. You go around, you know, you go around and close all the doors and hop in the passenger seat. Now say, doesn't that feel comfortable? Hey, why don't we take it for a spin? Absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, that's how I was taught to do a presentation. I, I know very early on in the car business, I was told if you pop the hood and pop the trunk on the vehicle, you're 10% more likely to sell it. Really? Right. So... Of course, me. Yeah. yeah, I pop the hood and pop the truck on every vehicle. Yeah, and I pop the hood, and I'm I am the furthest thing from a mechanic. Yeah, I, I don't know how to change oil. I don't know anything there's about working on a there, car. Then there's that but thing. yeah, look, that isn't that pretty? That plastic sheet on the top of there. It has the you know whatever the uh, however many liters this engine is. Oh, great. Yeah. Well, what, what does that mean? I have no idea. But it, like, doesn't that look good? <laughs> But, and then I go around in the truck and I go, well, you probably fit, what, two, three dead bodies in there, right? Jeez. That's so funny because it brings to mind so many little things I used to say, like on the Fords where I got my start. Uh, one of the things under the hood is, now you see everything in yellow is is user serviceable. You know, the oil dipstick is yellow. The uh, antifreeze is yellow. The uh, wind, windshield wiper fluid cap is yellow. And then you get back to the trunk, and I remember they had a vehicle. I think it was the the Ford 500. It was based on a Volvo, and they put out some kind of ad that said you could fit seven golf club full size golf club bags in the trunk. And I remember telling people that like it was really cool, right? But whoever has seven bags of <laughs> golf clubs to put in their trunk? But I think it's a great immediate understanding yeah. and visual of the capacity of the trunk. Right, right? right. That's all you're trying to do is relate to how they might right. use this in an everyday situation. Like, you know what? I'm going to take all seven of my golf club bags <laughs> with me when I go golfing today. Well, I would prefer to use that one over the dead body clothes. Oh, <laughs> the dead body always got a smile. Come on. Right. Sometimes it was a creepy smile, but it was a smile. <laughs> a, little, yeah. a little side side glare action there. Oh, Yeah. Well, yeah. All right, so so we've done the walk around. We sit down, and uh, now we're headed for the test drive, right? Absolutely. So you know, and one of the things I would say is, you know, I don't know if you're you're aware of this, but this car, this truck, this vehicle, mm -hmm. these seats, they were actually designed by orthopedic specialists to fit to the contour of the human body. Where do you see how comfortable these seats are? Yeah, yeah. Right now, and I would ask when I mentioned that in a sales training, I would say, you know, is that a true statement? And they go, no, maybe, I don't know. And I'd say, well, every manufacturer in the world uses orthopedic specialists to design their seats. It's its own field of study. People who that's all they do is engineer and design seats that go in cars. Mm -hmm. So all I'm doing is pointing out the value of yeah. somebody who took the time to design this seat to fit into this car in the most appropriate way to fit to the contour of the human body. So it should be a comfortable thing to sit in. Well, I think you bring up a, a very valuable point, and that is a walk around, a vehicle presentation shouldn't be, um, 
just a regurgitation of a salesperson's knowledge, right? right? We, we need to focus in through that needs assessment mm -hmm. on what that client finds valuable, right. what, what they see as important to spend their money on. Oh, yeah. And, and then, you know, we've heard it time and again is let's associate a feature with a benefit. Right, features and benefits. Yeah, so, you know, if we're, we're going to use this... Uh, small four liter i mean four cylinder sedan for commuting to work let's point out the fuel economy uh if we're going to go on long road trips let's point out the comfort right. uh if if you're in the car a lot for your job let's point out the bluetooth characteristics oh yeah you know again feature benefit and if we're doing a good solid needs assessment like we discussed in part two of this seven part series right then we should have some idea as to what are the things that are valuable to that customer, right? They're the things that they brought up. They're the things that their eyes lit up when we asked them a question. Right, Is this right. important to you, right? If they dismissed it, let's not spend any time if we're going to the walk around <laughs> going on and on. Yeah, I don't have kids, I don't plan to. Let me show you how a booster seat will <laughs> yeah. hook into the back here really easily. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Well, yeah, oh, okay, great. Right. Now you're wasting my time. Right, right. So we definitely want to translate what we learn, not only in, and I think that's the whole uh, continuation that this process, one builds on another, right? The meet and greet, as we're building rapport and having conversations with them, pay attention, right? Do they have the little stick figures on the back of their window with them and, you know, four kids and a dog and, you know, all kind of... Well, you bring up a great point there is that I've been thinking as we talk about you know, feature benefit is their car has valuable insight into their, you know, way of thinking as well. So when they pull up and you're out there greeting them right next to their car, hey, take a minute. You know, wow, I don't see those very often. You know, a 98 Dodge Avenger. Man, right. those are rare. Let me, let me take a look at that. You know, uh, but no, you can, again, the stickers, the, you know, is there a car seat in the vehicle? Right. Is it clean? You know, a lot of times you can tell. You know, are they proud of their car? Is, is this important to them? And for me, I know I'm in the car business, but a car for me is a mode of transportation. Right. I, I'm not the guy that gets excited about uh, horsepower or, I mean, it's just not my thing. But for some people it is. Right. You know, and you can kind of tell that. Yeah. So let that translate into where you're going to focus your attention and energy as you're walking around that vehicle. Right. I mean, they have kids and, you know, they've got a baby on board sticker on the back. Talk about safety features. Yeah. Right? If they have, you know, a whole slew. I mean, their whole window is figure, filled with stick figures. Right. And you see that they've got a, a hockey bag or baseball bag, you know, of equipment in the back seat. Hey, this is be, you know, great trunk space for or hatch space for if, the, if uh, they for have one of things. those uh, white oval stickers with like a 27.2 or what or a or a 12.1 then i would just get, get another salesman for them I mean, those guys <laughs> you would they're trouble right. <laughs> I, if, any guy that advertises that he's that he has run a certain distance. length of distance yeah right. Uh, uh, unfortunately i'm with you yeah mine says 0, 0.0 uh, if if i'm running somebody's I mean, chasing me hey more power to you but i mean right but hey you know what if that's that's just gathering information right what's important to this now, person no i will say you know I, I will help that person get in the vehicle that they love right and you'll transfer that sticker for them i, I will and 
right? But this is, this, this is a, a one of the critical points that you're beginning that process of showing value that's going to ultimately meet or exceed their cost. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, what is that music I'm hearing, Ray? That means, once again, that we've drawn to a close of another episode of the Saturday Morning Sales Meeting with John and Ray. My favorite day. I know, of the year, right? Favorite day of the year. Uh, so we do appreciate you listening. We hope you'll join us again. Please, please continue to listen, and um, thanks again. If you enjoy the podcast, you can go to SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com where you can listen to additional episodes, read articles, and learn more about John and Ray. We also cover topics such as automotive sales and service, best practices, training, and techniques that you can put in place today to sell more vehicles and write more ROs. Or gain more dollars per RO. To register for a total dealership assessment, you can visit the website for more information or simply send an email to info at SaturdayMorningSalesMeeting.com. What's that email address again? It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. It's info ray at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. No, Ray, it's just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. So just info at Saturday morning sales meeting.com. You've got it. Great.